Welcome to Renegade Performance Radio, where we help everyday people like yourself to become fitter, stronger, faster, well-rounded, and fulfilled athletes. Through the lessons, failures, and success we have achieved over the past 10 years on our journey as CrossFit Games athletes and now coaches. It can be extremely hard to get yourself out of a rut when you feel like nothing's going well, whether that be with your training, your nutrition, or just in general in life. And I know that it can feel like everything's against you, that nothing you're doing is working, or maybe that the progress isn't happening and you're putting in work. And what other what might be working for other people isn't working for you. <clears throat> and I've personally experienced all of these types of feelings in my life or something along these lines. And so the things I'm gonna share with you in this chat is about some of the stuff that's uh, helped me personally. And so first of all though, I wanna make it very clear that I believe that everybody experiences negativity in some form or another. But the difference between people who are able to be highly successful and those who struggle is often related to the duration of time in which they spend in a negative state. And so what I mean by that is everybody gets negative, whether it be inside a workout or about their progress, whatever. But the high performers, they're spending very little periods of time in there. Uh, Let's call it average Joes or the people who aren't getting the results that they want, they get into a negative state and then they can be stuck there for weeks at a time, months at a time, years at a time. And then it's a continuum and the others, they might be stuck there for days. And then the high performers, they're stuck there for maybe only minutes or seconds because they have strategies or processes which they use to get themselves out of these negative patches. And so the first thing that I recommend to anyone that is going through um, a mental challenge um, or uh, a period where they're really struggling um, is that if something has been persisting for a while, then it could actually be very beneficial for you to talk to a professional, um, maybe like a counselor or something along those lines. And there can be, I think, a little bit of a stigma about it um, that you have to, that there might be something wrong with you about talk when you talk to a counselor, but this definitely isn't the case. They're going to provide personalized support, guidance, strategies to help your mental well being. Just like you'll go to the dentist to help you with your teeth, you'll go to the gym to people like us to help with your training and nutrition. These people, these counselors, they are there to support your, you and your mental well being. And yeah, for sure, talking to a friend, it's a great starting point, but they're not a professional. And they don't know that some of the things they might be saying might even be harming you. They're not necessarily going to be giving you the advice that you truly need to help you get out of whatever you're experiencing. And so it can be hard to know when it's time to get help and it can be difficult to determine like how long you should be waiting before seeking this like advice for these negative thoughts and feelings that you might be experiencing. But in general, you Go get help when it's really affecting your day-to-day living, when it's interfering with your life. And if you're struggling to engage in the activities that you normally enjoy or you're experiencing a significant decline in how you're functioning on a day-to-day basis, then this is when I'd recommend that it's time for you to go and get that, have a chat about it. But up until then, and this is an exercise that I recommend for 
pretty much everyone, no matter where you are on the continuum of um, experiencing negative self-talk or any um, any downtimes, whether it be, as I said, about your progress, your your body, um, or any anything, is trying to identify and then challenge negative thought patterns. So it can be extremely helpful to identify these negative thoughts and then try to reframe them into a more positive and actually more realistic way. And so, first of all, what is a negative thought pattern? And so negative thought patterns are thinking that is characterized by negative, unhelpful, distorted thoughts. And so I've got a series of a list of some different ones, which I'm going to take you through and kind of explain to you. And then as I'm talking through these, you can maybe identify whether you have any of these in your own life or particularly around your training, your nutrition, anything like that. And then following that, I'll give you some sort of strategies about how you can then break through these and work through these. And so the first one, which is one that I've been talking about quite a lot recently, is that all or nothing thinking. And that's seeing things in black and white terms without any shade of gray. And so an example of all or nothing thinking in fitness, like in the stuff that we do, is believing that you have to be perfect in your workouts or your diet in order to see progress, perfect in your attendance, perfect in every meal that you eat. And so like you might be thinking to yourself, oh, I, can't, I can't have any treats or I'm not going to lose weight or if I miss one workout, then it's not worth doing any. And so like over the Christmas period, we've been talking about it a lot, which is like, well, I can't go to the gym. So there's no point in me even trying to do any workouts. So that's like all or nothing thinking. And it's going to be unhelpful because it's going to lead to these unrealistic, rigid approach to your fitness and to life. And so it's really important to remember that Balance and moderation are going to be massively key to making everything that we do sustainable and to give you that overall that happy, healthy life that we're looking for. And that it is okay to occasionally indulge in your treats or to, to miss a workout here and there and that it doesn't need to be either or. And so what's most important is our consistency of like healthy choices. The second one is overgeneralization. And so overgeneralization is when you're drawing broad conclusions based on a single event or just like one piece of evidence. And so an overgeneralization um, in fitness um, could be concluding that you're not physically capable or ever going to be any good at CrossFit based on a single workout or performance or even like a single competition result. And so you might be going through like a conditioning piece and you didn't perform as well as what you might have hoped and you might be comparing yourself to other people in class and you might think to yourself, I'm never going to be able to achieve my goal of being an RX athlete or maybe I'm just not cut out for this. And these thoughts are just an example of overgeneralization because they're based on just one single event and they do not take into account the many, many variables that can affect your performance. And so overgeneralization, it's, it can be a negative thought pattern because it just leads to self-defeating beliefs. And that's going to actually just discourage you from continuing to pursue your fitness goals. The third one is a mental filter, focusing on the negative aspects of a situation while ignoring all of the positive. 
so a mental filter in fitness might be focusing on just the one negative aspect of a workout while ignoring all of the positive things that you probably did. And so maybe in a workout you struggled on some pull-ups or you just did there were in the two parts you might have had a great strength piece but then your conditioning was average or vice versa and it could have made you feel energized and accomplished but then you noticed you didn't lift as much and so you focus solely on that one negative aspect and you disregard all of the other positive progress that you made and so this mental filter this is unhelpful because it's just going to lead to an overly negative and distorted view of your progress as a whole and so progress in the gym is going to come in the different small increments and one area might be up when another area is down and that's just part of the process and so it's important that you're celebrating any little wins that you have no matter how small they might seem quite similar to that is disqualifying the positive so that's rejecting and dismissing any positive experiences or accomplishments or elements in the process and so in the gym that could be once again just downplaying any progress that you might have um so whether it be weight loss whether it be improved lifts or a workout time and test week um and instead of feeling proud of these accomplishments you might tell yourself oh it wasn't that much weight or oh i still scaled it or anyone could have done it or blah 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 did way more than me and so these are all like these are disqualifying the positive elements of what you've just achieved. And it's unhelpful because it's preventing you from recognizing that success that we were just talking about. And these, these successes, these little small wins that you have, these are how we build momentum. This is how you build confidence and motivation to continue to work towards the big, massive goals that we're going for. And so that's why acknowledging them is, is so important. If you enjoy our content that we're providing, please like and share with your fellow gym goers. Leave us a review and please take a screenshot and chuck it up on social media. We really want to get the word out so we can continue to help everyday people become high performers. The fifth one, catastrophizing. Exaggerating the likelihood or severity of some negative outcome that might happen. And so an example of catastrophizing in the gym uh, could be exaggerating the negative consequences of say missing a workout or uh, having a bad day in the gym or having a bad meal or missing a meal or like anything anything along those lines where you are then like oh the, everything's stuffed or if i miss one workout i'm never going to reach my goals or if i don't perform perfectly in my next competition it means i'm i'm never going to become an rx athlete or make it to regionals or whatever and so catastrophizing becomes unhelpful because it leads to these overly negative and anxious thoughts about your health your fitness your performance and so it's important that we remember that this is once again a journey and that setbacks and challenges are just a part of the process and it's okay to have those off days it's okay to not perform as well as you hoped and what's most important is that we continue taking those steps learning from them and working towards that ultimate goal that we're trying to achieve and then the sixth one, this is personalization. So blaming yourself for events that are not actually really in your control. And so this in the personalization in the gym is often, um, what I've referred to as like blaming the uncontrollables. And I, I always say to say people, it's like, uh, 
focus on what you can control, control the controllables. And there's lots of times that you might think, oh, it's, it's my fault that I didn't lose as much weight that I hoped that I could have this month, or I should have been able to do that workout faster. And it's unhelpful because there's so many other factors that could be at play. And like, you're not taking into account like all of your lifestyle things, your stress from work, um, like the other, um, your genetics, like just the, the training part of the training cycle that you're in. It, they, these all things that play into your success and it's not always just gonna be a straight linear improvement. It's all part of the process. So with this, it is important that you are kind to yourself and you recognize that you can't control every single element in this process. And so I'm sure that at some point in that list that I've just kind of gone off, that there's been something that I've said that has kind of resonated with you or a lot of you anyway. And if it hasn't, then maybe you just don't actually recognize that they're there or you're really advanced and you've recognized and you're able to um, manage them because we don't necessarily just want to suppress them. Um, the first part of the process is actually having awareness and that awareness is going to come from taking the time to actually step away and have a look at like the big picture of of your thought processes and journaling is really good for this because it gives you an opportunity to like analyze your thoughts and so with some athletes i've actually been getting them to journal about individual workouts so they'll complete a workout and they'll then write down what they were thinking about during the workout. Now, this can be super helpful for developing like mental toughness inside a workout, but it's also really good for helping you manage uh, negative thoughts through a workout. They go kind of hand in hand, but you can choose the outcome that you're really trying to achieve. And then once you've acknowledged that what, which one you have or what you're saying to yourself, then the tactics there, uh, the next step in the tech process is to reframe and each of these negative thought patterns can be reframed in a slightly different way. And so, for example, you're all of nothing thinking um, one. So instead of thinking like, I can't have any treats or like, I'm going to, I have to uh, be in the gym to work out. You might remind yourself that it's okay to indulge in moderation and that balance is important. Or you might um, around the like not being able to be in the gym, it might be more along the lines of, um, any movement's good movement, or I can adapt to any environment. And so it's taking what could be a negative and then reframing it into something that's actually going to continue and move you towards your goal. Um, if you overgeneralize, then reminding yourself that fitness is a journey and progress comes in like all shapes and it's it's normal to have good days and bad days and that not every day is going to be good and it's important to focus on that long-term part of the process and then like the mental filter like it can be helpful to take that more balanced view of your fitness routine and try to focus on those positive aspects or if you disqualify the positive like it's about reframing those thoughts and giving yourself credit for the accomplishment so it's not just i only did this or it's i did this like i i'm bloody stoked i did this. this is the first time that i've ever done that like be proud of those prs and that goes for like a little bit about living in the past as well like um this is something that i'm definitely guilty of like 
I used to be able to do this, but that like that was five years ago. That was six years ago. Like that's a long time ago. I'm older. I've got more. I've got more um, responsibilities now. I'm not a full time athlete. Like I should be extremely proud of like some of these things. So, like that's an example of me disqualifying the positive is living in the past and not acknowledging the success of where I'm at right now. Um, catastrophizing um, is one like that's where you want to be looking to take that more realistic and balanced view of your fitness and reminding that yourself that setbacks and challenges are a normal part of the process and it's okay to make mistakes and then that uh, personalization um, trying to make a bring that once again more balanced view around your fitness routine um, focus on the progress that you have made the effort you have put in and being proud of yourself and your success and it's like there's a common theme a common message like it's always about that setbacks and challenges they're a normal part of the process and that we don't enjoy the sun we wouldn't enjoy the sun if there was never rain and so i i think i've said that to a few people before it's um one that i heard uh, a few months ago so we would not enjoy the sun if there was never any rain and so like the same thing goes here if we never had any of these challenges or setbacks or frustrations, the success that we achieve would be far less enjoyable. And so the, the key things that I really want you to take away is like, no matter which one you have, they all have commonalities. Like they're, they're telling, none of them are telling you to beat yourself up. None of them are telling you that you're useless. None of them are telling you to punish yourself for not being more successful. And why is that? Well, because in order to see the change or the success that I know everybody that's listening to this wants, everyone that's listening to this wants more for themselves. And they all want to, like, at a minimum, like, everybody wants to be the best version of themselves. And they want to see what they're capable of achieving. And for you to be able to see that change, you need to be in this game for a long time. And you need to be putting in consistent and sustained effort. And if you're having these negative conversations with yourself, that's going to affect your effort and potentially how long you're in the game. And therefore, you, if you're having these negative uh, conversations with yourself all the time, you're going to be far more inclined to drop out or decrease your effort. And so that's why we want to reframe these thought processes um, so that we can allow you to be in the game long enough, be in the game consistently putting in the right effort so that you get to reap the rewards of what you're trying to achieve. And so step one in the process is awareness, catch yourself. Step two, identify your negative thought pattern. And then step three is to reframe. If you're ready to become a renegade, reach out to us at renegadeperformance.co.nz and start a free 14-day trial to see how we can help you break through your plateaus.